Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. There's over a thousand people under the age of 65 being cared for in nursing homes in this country because adequate housing and care hasn't been provided for them elsewhere. Um, they're the figures that have been released under Freedom of Information to News Talk. And while some of the residents are living with disabilities, others have conditions that maybe affect their ability to just live independently. Things like motor neuron disease or the early onset of dementia. Now the HSE says nursing homes are only used for younger people where there are no alternatives available. But I wonder, is it something that we consider acceptable? Pauline is with us on the line today in Tipperary. Pauline, is this something that your family have gone through? Yeah. Uh, 2019, my son had a car accident. He was left paralysed from his chest down. Um, He was seen to operate on in the Metro Hospital and after two months, he had to be transferred back to Waterford. And from there, he had to go to a nursing home in Galway. And what age What age was he, Pauline, at the time? Stephen was 25 at the time. Um, and had been doing security at a concert down in Waterford. And ended up in a car accident. So he had some time in hospital... Yeah, he had two months in the matter. He had two months in Watford and then he was transferred to Galway where he spent uh, the rest of his time over a year and a half before we got him home. And why Galway, Pauline? It seemed we were told it was the only facility that could cater for Stephen's disability. Um, it's we said no at first. There was wasn't we didn't want him in a nursing home. He was too young, but unfortunately we couldn't bring him home because we didn't have the facilities at home to get him home. Um he went into the nursing home in November and he didn't get home until April twenty one. And when you say it was the only the only facility you know available, is, is, was there um, rehabilitation services in this was, nursing home? Yeah, there was a bit of rehabilitation services. There wasn't much. Um, the reason he had to leave Waterford uh, was that they couldn't even shower him in Waterford. Uh, he had to be bed bath the whole time he was down there. Um, Stephen is is six foot three, and he was about twenty three stone when he had his accident. So there was no shower facilities for Stephen. Uh, a lot of the time he spent in bed because they were short staffed and they wouldn't have been able to get him up. So long term, you know, look, it wasn't it certainly wasn't ideal. Uh, at the time, but long term, it wasn't going to wasn't going to work. So Galway no. was put forward as you know the the proposed place. But but even for you, Pauline, as a family, I'm just did I mention you're in Tipperary? Is that right? We're in Tipperary. Yeah. Yes. Um, I used to take us about an hour and a half, an hour and forty minutes to get from our home to Galway mm. and back again when we go down to visit them. Uh, but that stopped in in March uh, for the lockdown. And 
it was 12 months before I actually seen Stephen again. So you, you didn't get to see him at all during lockdown? Even No. 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 Uh, we weren't allowed down. Um, he, on the Christmas of the lockdown, uh, his sister and her partner went to see him on Christmas morning to bring him down his presence and they had to stand outside the door while he was inside and leave the bags at the door for the staff to collect them and bring them in. Uh, he was talking to them through his phone and he dropped his phone on the floor and that was the end of the visit because he couldn't pick up and there was nobody there to pick up his phone for him. Oh, Pauline. So it was tough. Of course it was, yeah. It was very tough. Uh, he was in a home with mostly old people, elderly people, uh, with all different... Uh, disabilities or problems, illnesses and it was hard. It was very, very hard. I've no doubt. Like, the, the idea of, of uh, it's Stephen, isn't it? 25 in a, yeah, in, a, yeah, yeah. in a nursing home at 25. Is there really no other you know, services or facilities as a, as no. a step down, you know, interim no. between? Nothing. There was nothing, nothing. And the nursing home in Galway uh, had recently or previously just had opened up to take in people with different disabilities uh, into the home at the time. Um, We didn't want them to go in. And to be honest with you, I have elder parents and as long as I live, they will never go into a nursing home. How difficult, I've no doubt, Pauline, you wanted to, to get Stephen home. Um, yeah. Like, how difficult was it to make that, you know, even to, to look at the, you know, um, adaptation of the, the house and just to make it more accessible? Was was that sort of the, the stumbling block to, to getting that Stephen back? That was the back? stumbling block. Yeah. yeah, we had nowhere to put Stephen to bring him home. He needed to have some, a bedroom and he needed... Uh, different equipment would have to come along with him and we had to start the process of looking to extend our home. Uh, our local councillor at the time was absolutely brilliant. He'd done everything he possibly could but the red tape that you have to go through is actually unbelievable and it's not fair on people which in them kind of situations, even to the elderly people the red tape that you have to go through to get certain things, to get them home, to let them live a normal life at home, is wrong. Because Stephen didn't want to be in a nursing home, sure. he. No. Like, he's just far too young. He was way too young, way too young. He he told me, he, he kicked up, he said, you promised that you wouldn't put me into a nursing home, now you're packing me off in there and I'm here for the rest of my life. And it took, me, took us so long to try and, and get him home that he was convinced he was there for the rest of his life. Nothing seemed to, to, to encourage him that he was going to get home. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one incident where we had put in for plan, emission, plan permission and there was a ro- word wrong on the application and we had to reapply again. Because the second time 
the wind had blew down the farming application, one of them, and we had to reapply again. Because the wind blew it down? The wind blew it down. It wasn't standing up in the garden. The wind had blew it down. We had really bad wind the day before. It seemed they came out to inspect to see what's the two signs up, and one of them had blown over, and we had to reapply again. So the process is difficult? It's absolutely scandalous. It's scandalous. I had an OT that came out to me uh, from the planning authorities and he asked me what exactly had happened to my son and when it happened, the usual. When I told him, he told me he couldn't take my word for that. I could be anybody just saying that. Now, in all honesty, why would anybody look for an extension and say that their son was paralysed? Very, very bad to deal with. Okay. And, uh, like... (laughs) Because when you think of the assistance, I suppose, financial assistance, Pauline, that, that's there for people when, you know, they're um, moving out of maybe a hospital facility or a nursing home facility into their home. A lot of the time, you know, you hear about the, the adaptation grants, isn't it, for, for, yeah. for yeah. older people, though? Is that, is that what it's called, adaptation grants for older yeah. people? Older people, yeah. yeah. And is yeah. that what Stephen qualified under then? Stephen um, qualified under it. Uh, the, the grant at the time was thirty thousand was the maximum. Um, we were Stephen was granted fifteen thousand, and at to be honest, at the beginning it was five thousand because both myself and my husband worked. I worked part time. My husband was full time, and they said all oh, we were entitled to was five thousand. Um, when they uh, the council, local councillor, he kind of got on board and, and helped us there. He got it up to 15000 Um it's There was one part of it where they said that Stephen's wages was taken into account. And I said, sorry, Stephen's not working. He hasn't worked since he had his accident. And they said, oh, no, he was working in 2017. So they have to take his wages into account as well. Okay. So, having gone through all of that, you were able to to make the the adaptations to the house, and Stephen Stephen got home. Yes, yeah, Stephen got yeah. home. We uh, and it was with the help of the people of Ireland. There was a GoFundMe page set up, and okay. the National Hospital got in touch with a radio station, and Stephen was asked to speak on it. He did, and that is the only reason we got him home. Mm. You're talking thirty thousand max of a grant, and it cost us over a hundred thousand to get the build, and that wasn't including the nursing home fees as well. To ba- to to pay for the, the nursing home while he had been yeah. there. Yeah, okay. we had to pay seven hundred and something euros a month towards Stephen's uh, yeah. stay in the nursing home. How is he since he got home, Bolling? He's okay. He's glad to be home. Really, really glad to be home. Um, He pulled away from services. Uh, He just thought that it was ridiculous um, (coughs) that they weren't encouraging him. Um, Stephen had a lot of... Sorry, now. No, you're okay. (coughs) Stephen thought that when he'd come home that he would have the life that he had before. And it took him 
a while to to grasp that this is now what happens. You know, that kind of a thing. <laughs> he doesn't have, he has care. Um, he has carers comes into him in the morning, which allows me to go out and work for an hour or two. And he has carers that come in in the mm-hmm. evening and put him to bed. But other than that, Stephen has, he's in his bedroom all day. <laughs> it's, and to, to, to get a glass of water there, Pauline, if, if, you, if it's nearby there, I'm... Um, it's very difficult and I, I think a lot of people are just so surprised to hear that, you know, a nursing home is often, I don't want to say the go-to place, but it often is for, for people. And the fact that there's over 1,300 people under the age of 65 um, that are in nursing homes, you know, around the country, you can tell from the text, people are just quite surprised to, to hear that today. Um, I'm sure you're glad, Pauling, though, that Stephen is... You know, he's back home. I'm glad he's home, yeah. Um, yeah. I never wanted him in the nursing home. I, we didn't have a choice. Uh, <clears throat> and I couldn't understand why he had to be so far away when I'm sure somewhere in Tipperary would have been able to cater for him. Yeah. But no, he had to go to Galway. Right um, <clears throat> they'd done the best they could for him. But we realised that when he went up to the NRH for his rehabilitation... Mm. There was a lot of stuff that Stephen missed out on because he didn't have the the proper physiotherapy and OT behind him. Okay. Well, Pauline, you know, I have a couple of other people um, getting in touch with us, you know, that are in in a similar um, position to yourself or that had a similar experience in in terms of young family members been told and and quite young. Like, I mean, Stephen was 25 years of age at the time um, that that a nursing home was was the go to place when when adaptations maybe couldn't be made at the time in, in houses. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about the number of young people living in nursing homes. There's a thousand. 1,350 people under the age of 65 in being cared for in the country's nursing homes and we were just chatting to Pauline there about her 25 year old son that was in a nursing home for a, a good year and a half anyway Brendan has got in touch, Brendan is on the line Brendan, you had a similar experience, is that right? Yes uh, our son Robert um, at 32 ended up in a nursing home and it certainly wasn't um, what we wanted for him. Um, but on the day when he was being discharged from hospital, um, what we were told effectively was that it was better that we went along with what was proposed, because if we didn't uh, go along, somewhere would still have to be found for him, um, and we wouldn't have any input into that. Tell me a little bit about um, about Robert Brendan. Robert was waiting on a flight in Miami Airport when he suffered cardiac arrest. And there was a long delay in getting to him with a defibrillator. He suffered oxygen starvation to the brain. And as a result, he was left um, disabled. And when was that? That happened in 2011. 
October 2011. Okay. He was 30, 32 at, at the, the time. time. Yeah. Yeah. He went into um, the Metropolitan Hospital in Miami. He was he was there for a month after it happened. He was in a coma for 16 days. And he, when he regained consciousness, uh, we thought all our birthdays had come together. Mm. We were delighted. We didn't realize that we were going to go through so many more days, weeks, months, and years of anguish afterwards in trying to, to do what was right for him. I remember being told by a consultant um, when we were leaving America uh, to come back to Ireland. He said that Robert is going to need rehab, rehab, and more rehab. Just remember that. And it was something that stuck in our mind because the one thing that uh, never happened um, for Robert, he started getting rehab um, fairly quickly when he came back and he was in the Matter Hospital. And they, the team there were looking after him very well. They were uh, bringing him down to another area in the hospital and he was being given... Um, rehab which was exactly what we expected but the waiting period he was on a waiting list to go into the NRH and the waiting period was a year and the matter hospital um, needed to move him on because they needed um, the bed and they wanted to send him out to the Royal Hospital in Donnybrook and we went had a look at the Royal Hospital and we were told by one of the staff that met us there on the day that it really wasn't appropriate. And on that basis, we accepted what was being told to us because they said, we just don't have the facilities to, to take mm. in somebody like your son. Um, we do take in uh, patients after they have been to the NRH. And those patients would mainly uh, be elderly people who had... Um, suffered a stroke um, so we were left with a, a dilemma at that stage and what we had to do is we had to get him back onto a plane again and we brought him to London um, we were in London in the uh, Wellington Euro Rehab Unit for over five months waiting on a call to get a bed in the NRH they apparently only had at the time, for uh, high dependency beds, mm. and uh, hence the reason why we had to wait a year. Um, well, it was a year from the time he originally came back to Ireland, um, nearly a year, and uh, we got the call, and then we came back uh, from London, and within about ten days, our hopes were dashed because they told us that they were giving us the discharge date. Um, for Robert, we thought he was going to be there for a considerable period of time, but no, it wasn't the case. And during his time there, he was transferred to St. Vincent's. Um, and on the last occasion, I think it was the third occasion, when he was in St. Vincent's, they discharged him from the NRH uh, while he was in St. Vincent's. 
and that was where the the problem then arose. It was became a problem for St. Vincent to find somewhere um, for Robert for to, go. to go. And where did he um, end up going, Brendan? He ended up going um, to a nursing home. I won't say the name of it. Okay. Uh, he ended up going to a nursing home on the north side of Dublin. Okay. Uh, we live on the south side um, uh, near Bray. So uh, they probably couldn't have found a nursing home further away um, and yet still in in Dublin. Um, so he'd so have been 33 he'd have been 33 at the time that he was uh, in the nursing home yeah yeah yes and because that st- would have passed and how long did he stay there Brandon um he ended up being in the nursing home for eight years and we eventually uh we built an extension to our house um in 2015 and we thought it would have been a foregone conclusion that um, once we had that up and running and built, we would be able to get him home. But that wasn't to be the case. And the, the extension, we had, were able to get him home um, at weekends. Uh, and we were able to use the facility for that. We looked after him ourselves. Okay. And we also got the services of... Um, uh, a carer that came in to assist Just us. Help out. Uh, but, oh. but again, it was this thing, you know, of I suppose that the nursing home had been put forward. And maybe it's, I don't know, is it just that there there aren't other step down facilities? Like, I, I don't know, but I can tell people are quite surprised today to hear that, you know, in in the interim period that it's it's the nursing home that that, that is called on for people, as you say, at 32 and, and 25 years of age. Brendan, let me just bring in Reinhardt as well. Um, you had a similar situation, is that right, Reinhardt? Yeah, we, we did. Um, our, our son was um, uh, 23 when he had an accident. Uh, when he was in J1, uh, state. Um, so he was hit by a car and the police blamed him. Uh, the driver was never prosecuted. Um, they wanted to take his organs uh, and we kind of panicked and brought him back. To, to Ireland, to, to Beaumont, where one of the first questions was when he, had, you know, when he became a little bit more stable, they, they asked us, you know, which nursing home is he going to go to? And uh, his mother, Pat, said, uh, he, well, he, he ain't be going to an old nursing home. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then, you know, it's, uh, like all, I, I think, I, I listened to uh, to Pardon and to Brendan there, I think all mm-hmm. our stories are very, very complex and complicated. Um but the, the, as you say, you know um, that that was the first question. That that's the default, I think, in the system. That uh, people who have young people um, who have more or less complex needs, especially, um, they they end up in nursing homes. And um, while there is some, you know, um, I think Poland said that you know that, that there was some 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 kind of rehab, and and, and uh, at least in theory, they they all supposed to get some. Some level of, of physiotherapy and other kinds of uh, rehabilitation. They, uh, it is very poor, um, and no, none of us wants to end up uh, in, in a nursing home when we're old. But uh, we don't want our children uh, to mm. end up in nursing homes. What, what age did you say, Reinhardt, your son was at the time? He was twenty-three. Twenty-three, mm. and the first question was, "Yeah, which nursing home is he going to go which to?" Which nursing yeah. home? 
And what did you do? What, what did you do eventually? Uh, well, it, 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 it took a while, but um, we got help from uh, other parents in, in, in the school that he had gone to, and uh, they helped us uh, to build an extension to our house. Uh, that's that's where Park lives now. Um, so, yeah. So you put, been living. you 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 have an, you put an extension onto onto the house. Yeah, it's basically yeah. a room, you know, a room for him and the bathroom and so much room, and that's that's where he is. Um, that's where he is. And, but but there is a, the other thing that we did was um, uh, ask that um, you know uh, that you, you, you become very isolated, you know, um, mm. uh, in a situation like that. Um, and while uh, with with some luck, you get a home care package. Um, and, and, and they're very varied as well. So, um, you know, so you get some home help for uh, personal care. Um, we asked when, when Boric was in the uh, NRH uh, whether he would get a rehab plan. And uh, they basically, well, they said, if, if, if you win the lotto, maybe uh, we can have a look at that. Um, so I, I thought the chances of winning the lotto were very, were very slim. Mm. So uh, we, 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 we campaigned a lot and... Uh, Eventually, you know, we were at the right age in the right situation, so we uh, we got we got a three-year uh, pilot project up and running um, for people with severe acquired brain injuries and in, in, in surgery here. That's where up to twenty families now come and uh, okay. you know, get get some kind of rehabilitation and also yeah. meet up. You don't have social contact. Yeah, you know, and do you find that helps even Reinhardt for yourself and for the family? Do I find it what? Do you find that you know it helps? It's a support for you and the family as well. Oh yeah, no, it, it, yeah. It, uh, it, 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 I mean that's that, that's what you need. You know, you need you need to get out of the house. You need people, and, and I think that you know that's uh, that that is what happens in nursing homes very often. People people are in their room, uh, and maybe they go downstairs to upstairs wherever the the the, the telly room is, and maybe uh, if they if they eat and drink somewhere together, but that's. You know that's that that's it mostly. You know, and what people can do here is they. Uh, it's not just that they have access to uh, the therapies that they need, but they also they can they can meet up. You know, and we, we organize some social activities. Mm-hmm. We have a St. Patrick's Day uh, event next. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day next next week. And yeah, that for individual families would be very difficult very to, to do. To organize. do otherwise, yeah. What what age is your son Reinhardt now? He's thirty three. You know, it's about ten, ten years. Almost, ten years ten on. Years. <sighs> Okay. Well, listen, I've I, I, I a text in from a listener here too who says my cousin has also been in a nursing home for many, many years, very young, dealing with um, bad, bad Parkinson's. Um, my cousin's there because there's no other care available. I think it's desperate, says this listener. Reinhardt and Brendan, look, thank you for getting in touch with us and sharing your stories um, with us today. Like, I mean, the idea that there's no interim, there's no step down, is it is it that additional beds, facilities, maybe that's just too simplistic, are needed in the likes of the NRH or, or other facilities that are there that, you know, when you think of 23 and 25 and 33-year-olds, you know, in nursing homes and, and that being seen as the only inter- alternative unless families can either fund or fundraise, you know, to, to build extensions onto houses. It's just, it's... um. Yeah, I think people are quite surprised at the the stories and the figures today. Look, Pauline, Brendan and Reinhardt, thank you for, for joining us here on Lunchtime Live. 
Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.